Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet. Here joining me for another action-packed episode is Mr. Liam Hancock. Hello, guys. And Mr. Roy Hancock. How are we going, Nick? Gentlemen, here we go. Another massive week of basketball from the NBA. Week two of the playoffs. It has been barnstorming, to say the least. Lee, how are you enjoying it, my friend? Oh, it's absolutely electric. Uh, electric. A lot of these, a lot of these bottom-seeded teams, and I'm talking about the teams in the six, seven, eight spot, are coming up and bringing it to the one, two, three seeds. Making mm-hmm. waves, aren't they? They are. And that's the beauty of it, isn't it, Ro? Like the playoffs, the intensity kicks up another gear, another gear should I say. Mm-hmm. But we all love a Cinderella story. And there's been plenty of that from throughout the last week or so. Oh, there's been plenty. And perhaps not in the first round of playoffs, we expect to see so many unpredictable outcomes. But so far, there's been some real shockers and I can't wait to get into them. Beautiful. Guys, as I said, a massive episode. We're going to rattle very, very quickly through some odds and ends before just touching base on some of the fallout of round one of the playoffs. Mm. Before then, progressive week two, or the second round, should I say, is just on our doorsteps. We're going to give our predictions for those four tantalizing matchups in a couple of moments. So certainly looking forward to getting into that very, very soon. Likewise. Before we do so, though, a big shout out to both Stadium Scene and The Cover, two tremendous networks doing fantastic things for not only us, but a whole host of other content creators in and around Australia, New Zealand, Canada, America. Very, very support, very, very appreciative of all their continued support, um, especially as our content ramps up at the most exciting time of year for basketball fans. So a big thank you there. Let's get into some odds and end, gentlemen. Starting first and foremost with the news that Ime Adoka has been crowned as the new head coach of the Houston Rockets, taking over there from Steven Silas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we last saw Adoka last year helping guide the Celtics to the NBA Finals before eventually going down to the Warriors in that one. What do you think of this appointment, Lee? I love Adoka it. to the Rockets. I like it. I think uh, Steven Silas, you know, he, he went into that team when they had James Harden and then they traded him. I don't think yep. he played a game with James Harden under his wing. But I think he did a great job in kickstarting these guys individually, yeah. namely KPJ, who who's spoken out about mm. how, how much he helped him, not only in basketball, but in life in general. But just kickstarting these young guys, I think uh, Adoka is going to come in and, and kind of make them mesh as a team. Um, but he, he's got pretty low expectations at, yep. at this stage. So yep. looking forward to see what he can uh, what he can do over there. For yourself, Ro, you know, last seen Adoka as head coach of the Boston Celtics um, due to some inappropriate workplace conduct. Mm. Uh, he was then dismissed going into the start of the, the season we're currently in. Um, do you think now he'll be able to put aside the personal side of it um, and get on with the job at hand. And it's it's going to be quite a big job. Mm, yeah, I, I think he will. And I think he's probably learned his lesson so after his suspension. And I guess his reputation is slightly tarnished, but there's no doubt that when he was head coach in the Boston Celtics, take out the inappropriate behaviour, he knows how to lead a young team and he knows how to get the best out of these players. And I think that'll become particularly handy with these Houston Rocket players who are young and still have a lot of time to play out yeah. in their career. They still have a lot of potential to reach. There's guys on that team who probably haven't tapped anywhere near their potential. 100%. And I think Udoka is probably the guy to bring it out of them. And who knows what the, they can achieve over the next five years. But I, it, it's still not going to be an overnight success for the Houston Rockets, Absolutely. even with Udoka. But I think that that's a really good starting point for their sort of rebuild. 
very shortly we'll know where Wemby's going, but a, a Doker and Wemby mm. combination mm. would certainly help in that trajectory there. Absolutely, so, even Scoot. And then uh, Scoot as well. We'll mm. certainly see how that plays out over the coming couple of months. In other coaching news, Nick Nurse of the Toronto Raptors and, and the Toronto Raptors mm. have parted ways. Um, very stiff in my mind. He had a, so. with the Raptors a 227 and 163 record, as well as helping guide the franchise to a 2019 inaugural championship. Mm. Uh, he was crowned the 2020 Coach of the Year. So, I, you know, I have no doubt in my mind there'll be plenty of teams lining up for his signature. But do you think this might have been a little bit, uh, a little bit too cutthroat from the Raptors league? Too cutthroat, too premature. What were you? I, either or. Like, do you think mm. this is the right decision in hand? I think it's. I think they've really pulled the trigger early for a guy I, who only a couple of seasons ago won them a title, their first ever title. I think there's arguments for for both sides. We can see how how fast the game changes rapidly and how teams um, can reach the top and then sink to the bottom. Not that mm-hmm. the Raptors have done that, but I think it was probably not past due, but about due for Nurse's time Ooh. up there. Um, you, yeah. you, 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 uh, you don't want to get on the wrong side of you, bloody... <laughs> A wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> I mean, you look at a lot of coaches over the past few years who've got close to winning championships or have won championships and have still been let go. You look at Nurse recently, but what? Frankie Vogel. Vogel, Ty Lue. We saw Dwayne Casey when he won Coach of the Year get fired the, even that same yeah. year. Yeah. Like you're never, you're never safe as a coach. That, a, that one makes me laugh, though. The Dwayne Casey gets crowned <laughs> Coach of the Year. Then how does is, that happen? He's let go. Like it's bananas to me. But for yourself, Ro, mm. do you think this might have been a little premature from the Raptors? I I think so, but I also am not surprised that it happened because we see with these teams that the coach is always the first domino to fall. I don't like it. I don't like it either. It should have been the players. You look mm. at the players they've got: Fred, Pascal, mm. OG. You know, there was moves to be made there with the players. I still think he's one of the best coaches in the league, Nick Nurse. Yes. He, he does need to utilise depth better. He needs to get some proper depth. But I th- I think this was very, very harsh. Their, their roster is hanging in no man's land. And regardless of whether Nick Nurse is there or not, it's probably going to continue to be that for the foreseeable future until they make a move, either rebuild or attract some more superstars. I feel a little bit of big off-season for the Toronto Raptors. Fellas, let's move ahead very quickly talking about the Miami Heat. Heat culture is back. Officially. We love it. It is officially back. Um, you know, mm. despite the feel good week that it has been uh, during the week after losing Tyler Harrow, who hopefully we'll see in the NBA, fi- NBA finals. Um, they've also lost Victor Oladipo, who suffered a left patella tendon tear. Mm. Uh, this bloke just can't catch a break, and you you no. really got to feel bad for him. You know, you look at his time with the Pacers. There, he was. One of the best guards within the league. Injuries have just completely derailed his career. Looked like he was starting to find his feet. Again, a little mm. more so in Miami, but, you know, it's it's devastating for him. Um, on the positive side, though, Jimmy Butler. Oh. Game four. So they clinched it game five, winning 4-1 against the Bucks the other night. Jimmy Butler in game four posted 56 points. 56 points. Jimmy goddamn buckets for the fourth, equal fourth highest Points total in playoff history. Why are we surprised? I've got some trivia for you, lads. I'm not sure if you've already seen it, but it can you name the top three top playoff th- all-time highest scoring playoff games in history? Who got them? I haven't seen this. Um, MJ? Number one is the GOAT, arguably the GOAT, Michael Jordan, 63 points. 63, okay. Number two is a for, is a Laker, former Laker, um, a little bit older. A little bit older, uh, 
Kareem. Can, can, uh, no. Magic. No. A little bit older than that. Looking Wilt. more the 60s. Wilt. No, not Wilt. There's uh, one name that's... You're, you're very close. If I give, Jerry West. Uh, his first initial is E. Elgin Baylor. Elgin Baylor, number two right, with 61. Almost named the whole roster. You, you've Los just Angeles about there. Like, you've, <laughs> a star-studded cast at that. <laughs> so Michael Jordan, Elgin Baylor, number three. Can you give me number three? Very A little more recent. Uh, Giannis. Uh, he's currently in the playoffs. He was knocked out the other day. It's not Giannis. Not Giannis. Don- Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell, 57 yes, points. I remember that. So it's Jimmy spot. Butler joins MJ, Charles Barkley, and Wilt Chamberlain with... 56 points, an absolutely incredible performance, incredible company to be a part of. Um, you know, I love it because Jimmy's one of those players. He's probably never quite in the regular season reached the heights. That, he's in third gear. Yeah, he's in third mm-hmm. gear. Absolutely. Playoff Jimmy is a different animal. Like this guy is built different. And we saw that a couple of years ago in the bubble. But, mm. you know, he's willing to live by the live by his sword, die by his sword. Uh, it, it just simply... There's not enough superlatives to explain his performance this playoff series. No, there's not. Um, across the five games, I think it's 37 and a half points he's averaged. Just bewildering. Crazy. Um, Crazy numbers for a guy who probably during the regular season, as you were mentioning, Nick, doesn't get anywhere near those heights. But all of a sudden, the playoffs roll around and he turns into bloody MJ the second. And it's really, as I said before, it probably sh- shouldn't be surprising that this guy performs out and out every playoff series that he's in. But... When he had that 56-point oh, game, I was, was just like, this guy is unbelievable. Built different. My man's got the rear-view mirror knocked <laughs> out. He's looking forward to the second round. Yep, That's where too. we're at. We talk about heat culture and people stepping up when a man goes down, but the two men that go down are Tyler Hero, mm-hmm. arguably your most volume voluminous scorer. Voluminous. I like Word it. Them. Bring Word that in. Up. Yes, sir. Let's get it. And yeah, VO, and, which yeah. was heartbreaking to see, but um, another great player, great uh, contributor mm. off the bench. Those two go down, and you and I. When Tyler Harrow went down, I was saying curtains. Well, I called. I think everyone called pretty much sweep. Maybe no five doubt. at max going into mm. the series, and the way he's just turned oh. that completely around, flipped the narrative, and they did it four one. Yes, like they did. It, it was almost a sweep. Easy. Come on. Now, should we talk about that? Are we? Are well, we, in we might in a minute. Tour? We might in a moment. Uh, okay, just got one or two, Just one more season. thing, just to rattle through real quickly here before we do that. Uh, I'm just, in third year. Just a couple of awards to speak of that were ne- announced during the week. Uh, first, firstly, Rookie of the Year, Paolo Benchero. As we knew, averaged twenty point seven rebounds, four assists. Essentially, had this award wrapped up after the first week of the season. Probably first night. Never really you know, lost a grip on it at all. Mm. Very, very comfortable in that mm. regard. Um, and Laurie Markinen was crowned most improved player, beating out Jalen Brunson and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. He averaged 25.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, 2 assists on 39% from 3. Uh, this was up 11 points per game and 3 rebounds. Mm. Shows the uh, the impact him spending a little bit of time with the Finnish national team had. He was just lights out this year and was a huge part as to why the Jazz certainly outperformed expectations, mm. uh, really asserted himself into a really high, high-level player there. Very well-deserved. And did you, pick, be, did you pick this? Did, or did you think I it was think, going to go Shea? I think Shea, I said Shea earlier yep. in the season. Um, but to be perfectly honest, regardless of who won the most improved out of these three players, you could have made an argument for any one of them. But yep. in saying that, I was really happy to mark and took it home because I think of where I had him situated in the NBA last season of 
previous few seasons, and it was very low in the pecking order in terms of quality players. I really did. Coming out of the the Bulls there. And the injuries obviously contributed to that. There's no doubt about it. But you can only only judge him off what you see on the court. And he was pretty ordinary up until this season. And this season he's turned into not a superstar, but he's certainly turned into a star for the Utah Jazz. Absolutely. Lee, were you surprised by this? Did you think Shea would get it? Or did, mm. did you think Laurie was going to get the uh, get the nod here? I thought it was pretty close, but I I still think Shea should have got it, not to take away anything from marketing, but it just comes down to how you view the most improved award. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Laurie Markkinen went to a uh, team where he was given the realms pretty much not not given the realms but he the had reins. He, yeah he's yeah. given the reins and he had the he had the opportunity to go out and improve yeah so yeah, i can see did. where that's come from but shay practically had the same team as he had last season and did just improve on his own do you think so, maybe he almost it detracts from him a little bit the fact that he'll probably get a few votes in the mvp Award like probably not first or second, mm. but you might get a, th- a couple in the latter stages of the ballot, four or five spots maybe. I remember we were having this discussion last year regarding Jar Moran. Oh, it's a, exactly it, it the, same the exact situation, same conversation. Really. And at the time, I said no, I don't think it should be taken away because I think there's a world in which you can be in contention for the MVP and still improve out of sight. Imagine mm. winning both. How good would that be? It, it hasn't been done before, has it? No, I don't believe we've established that, but. I'd like to see it happen one day. There you go. Look out. Very uh, maybe second year Wemby. Second year, I think. Yeah, I think he's already going to be improved from day dot. So I don't. Rookie of the year and MVP next year. How about that? (laughs) Huge shout. There's a shout. There you go. Lock that one in. Hot take. Um, But yeah, no. There's that concludes odds and ends. Let's quickly just talk about a couple of the main talking points of round one before we get into our round two predictions and uh, the Miami Heat becoming the sixth ever team. being the number eight seed to knock off a number one seed. Incredible, incredible, incredible. There's nothing more to say than it was simply incredible what they achieved. Um, uh, Yeah, no, please. The floor is open, Lee. This series, did you have any any thought that the Heat would actually get over the top here? I don't think anyone did at all. You're dreaming if you said they had a chance. You're straight up lying if you said they had a chance. And (laughs) that, that, that game five really... Open my eyes. I mean, they 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 stole the series, but like the Bucks simply weren't ready for the Heat. And and even Yana said in the post game press conference, the Bucks were playing to win a champ to win win the title, mm. and the Heat were playing to beat the Bucks, which they is gave up big leads. Oh, game four and game five, they gave up really really good positions, mm-hmm. and that shot in game five on the oh. buzzer to send it to OT. The the inbounds from Gabe Vincent there, pretty much with about a second and a bit on the clock. Mm-hmm. The alley-oop, essentially, to mm. Jimmy Butler, who's caught it falling away, gets it to drop in, sends it to OT before they take over there. Um, they really, really let this series go, and they've mm. only got themselves to blame. Like, yeah, especially as well, uh, got Bud to blame, and I think his ass is truly on the hot seat. Like, <laughs> they gets to a point in that game five, do or die, where you've got to double-team Jimmy. I would have double-teamed him after he scored 22 in the first quarter, mm. but they, they did not. You've also... Falls on the falls on the back of the whole whole team, but oh, like on Bud though. Yeah, that that guy, his ass is red hot at the minute on the mm. seat. Multiple he, wrongdoings. You in, know? in that last play, there was two in its own right. For mm. one, not having Brook Lopez at the rim. Yeah, you know what they're going to do. You know mm. who they're targeting. Have him as a deterrent at the rim first and foremost. Two, secondly, 
once Jimmy scores, there's enough time and that you only need 0.2 on the clock to get a shot up. They had 0.5. Mm. There's enough time to get an oop at the rim there. Call the timeout, my man. That's yes. the thing, he had call, one. Call he the timeout. Time Who knows what's going to happen, whether they, you know, off the ball value, mm. you know, a foul at the rim, whatever the case. The fact that he didn't call the timeout there is just absolutely ridiculous. I and mean, what do you think that ultimately comes down to? Do you think that's... Being a plank? Do you think? Yeah, like, do you think it's complacency? Do you think it's laziness? Do you think it's... It, do you think it almost comes down to low basketball IQ, not understanding the situation when he sh- sure as yeah. hell should have? I, I don't know what, why he didn't take that time out because that could have well and truly been the difference between them remaining in the playoffs. Yeah. And now they've exited first seed. Ridiculous. Great regular season out in the first round. It's just inexcusable. I mean, you look at the play that Spo drew up for, for Jimmy Butler to get that alley-oop, you know? A top three coach, mm-hmm. in my opinion, compared to Bud, who doesn't call the timeout when he has 0. 0.5 on the clock and... Can I just, just say that, what the, the point you made about it being Jimmy that last play, mm. it kind of, and I know, you know, Giannis certainly struggled and he might have struggled quite a bit since coming back with that back injury. Take mm. nothing away. I still think he's probably the best player in the league. Same. He had an absolute stinker from the free throw line. Mm. I think, uh, now forgive me, I want to get this right because I don't want to lead us astray here, but my man was shooting bricks from the free throw line. 13 misses. Thir- I think. He was 10 of 23, so 43.5%. That's the difference in the game. And you look at that last quarter, he was not aggressive. All he was doing was looking for, for Lopez on the oop. It was so Anyanis like You are the best player in the league, mm. and granted, you're not probably 100%. You've got to be aggressive. You've got to. Wa- he didn't want the ball. No. You look at Jimmy Butler in that. That was the difference. His mentality was like, give me the ball. I'm going to be the guy who puts this team on my shoulders and carries us. I'll, I'll tell you when he truly should have, that, that, that switch should have flicked. It was when Bam fouled out in the last two minutes of overtime. Bucks were down by five, very, very doable. Mm. Comebacks very, very doable. Larry Love and Bam fouled out in that game. Larry Love and Bam fouled out. In that last two minutes on the Heat team, they had Butler, Gabe Vincent, yep. Maxi Struess, Cody Martin, and Zella. Ooh. Cody Zella. And, <laughs> and, and Giannis did not step up. Oh, my days. And I want to ask you a question that Giannis seemed to get pretty heated over in mm. the press conference. Mm-hmm. Was this season a failure? For Absolutely. The yes. Yep. I, yeah. I think he was just trying, like, I, the thing is, it was no doubt a failure. Anyone can see that. I think he was trying to make it sort of like a statement or a quote to mm-hmm. some extent to say, yeah. like, just because you lose, just because you're failing one year, doesn't mean like it's an entirety of a failure. Yeah. But the reality is, if you're the first seed and you're going out against the eight seed in the first round, it's you're kidding failure. yourself if you say that's they're, not a failure. You're a championship favorite, and I'm with you. I get, mm. I get some of the rationale get behind it. You, you know, yeah. you, you oh, if you're looking and, at it from a life perspective. You know, yeah. You know, he you, was looking at a big picture, wasn't he? he? Was looking, but at that's a big not picture. a question, you twat. It's about basketball. Yeah, and you dicked it up this year. Like <laughs> I would have, I feel like I almost would have, even though the quote itself sort of sounded cool. It, I almost would have had more respect for him if he just said, "Yeah, no, nah, we've absolutely stuffed it here." Like, and like he's done it in the past. If he had said, "You know, me, you know, me. That, that's yeah. on me. Yeah. I've I've missed thirteen free throws. We should have won this game. I'll put my hand up." He has done that in the past. I'm not saying he deflects all the time, no. but I think he could have possibly on this instance taken a little more accountability, um, but take <laughs> nothing away from the hate. I, I felt for that poor reporter, though. It was just a run-of-the-mill reporter question in the presser after a loss in the playoffs. I think any player or coach would be asked that and Giannis just laid him to bed. 
it's a shit place to be really it is. isn't it yeah. you know asking a superstar of the league who's you know would be disappointed to the nth degree <laughs> you know you, you know you're in for a serve but take nothing away from the heat in no other way. news as well though uh, a torn meniscus to Kawhi essentially sealed their fate against the suns mm-hmm. um it was pretty much alone russell westbrook with company uh norman powell the team a couple of these other players they were always going to fall short we knew mm. going in without pg it was going to be really really tough um, but once Kawhi went down, it was essentially curtains. And to be honest, I'm kind of disappointed. Mm. I would have loved to have seen a series between these two teams at full strength. Mm. Like I think it would have been a mouth-watering matchup. On paper. It On looks, paper, absolutely. It looked like one of the most, if not the most, highly anticipated matchups. But we know with the Los Angeles Clippers in particular, they just can't get a full strength team out there at Pretty much since the inception of this iteration of the team. What do they do now then, Lee? So Russell Westbrook came onto the team late in the piece. Mm. Do they try and run it back next season, see what they've got with Russ, you know, and hopefully a healthy PG and Kawhi? Or is it time to is it time to shake this up? God, it's time for Kawhi to retire, I think. You know, <laughs> he's missing so many games. But mm. um, yeah, it's been four years now. And that... Has it been four years? That's what I was like when I heard it. It's been four oh, years yeah. since that's amounted to not even an NBA. Uh, not has it, have they, they haven't even made the Western Conference finals. Have they made it past no. the first round. I'd yeah, they made probably. the second round. Um, but I, I, we've we've said it year after year, and I'll probably say it again. I think you're right, and it's a it's a health issue. It's not a it's not a skill issue. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna trade them, trade them when they're at their highest value but do they do they look to try and trade for for pieces or a high level player maybe not quite at that same tier but who's going to be healthy who's going to actually be there in the games that matter most that would be an option but i say run it back and keep russ run it back bro i guess so but like if we're relying on health you just for this for these particular players that can't be the thing that you you're relying on because history shows both both of them yeah. yeah both of them um, as much as I don't want them to, I think they will. Um, and I think oh, you probably have to really. Like Stevie Bowen has invested a lot into oh, this team and he hasn't invested as much as he has for them to continually go out in the second round um, or the first round in this case. You'd hate to be him because the idea behind it, you know, get this superstar-laden team, become a real force, you know, sell the jerseys, be mm-hmm. a, a destination team, get this big new stadium, separate from from the Lakers. Mm. If things were to go belly up, they've got this huge stadium hypothetically that maybe everyone just turns away from the Clippers. Maybe they bottom out here, and what what a shame that would be. What a mm. poor return on investment for old, old Stevie Ballmer. Yeah, it would if he be. had any hair, he'd pull it out. Yeah, yeah, he absolutely would. And I think the new stadium would have sure as hell coincided with the fact that they thought that success was just on the horizon. Yeah, and to go out in the first round, it's sort of I, I know exactly what you're saying. You don't want to this new stadium to open. These guys, these superstar guys, not be the, leading your franchise, and you've got empty seats as soon as it's open. It's not ideal. There you go. Uh, speaking of another team in out in California, uh, the Warriors clutched up on the road yesterday, defeating the Kings to mm-hmm. take a three-two lead in their series. Um, heading back to Oakland now with the game six to potentially clinch the series. What do you, do you think they get it done from here? Back in the Bay Area. Jeez, I've been I've been on a seesaw with this one. It's one week I'm thinking the Kings will take it, and one week I'm thinking the Warriors will take it. And now the next game is back in San Francisco, back in the Bay, which 
bodes well for their chances to close out the series. I think if it was away, I think the Kings would probably have that chance if it was that game seven. Yep. But I think at game six, I think the Kings may have shot themselves in the foot now. So. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it might be game over for them. Looking like the Warriors of old, Lee, did you like the move uh, with Draymond Green coming off the bench? I didn't mind it. I mean, he had a pretty had a good, good game, game, didn't mm-hmm. he? Yep. That yep. Dirk-like fade at the end, which Oof. didn't seal the game, but it was definitely a big contributor. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I think I think it's probably a one-off in my opinion. I like to see him out there starting with that energy. But yep. um, the pressure is definitely definitely on the Kings uh, mm. Kings this, this next game six. And I think if, if Golden State take this game six, they're winning the series. Well, they, they, they do win, win the series. They're oh, three geez, two up, bro. No, yeah, no, you're <laughs> right. That's a certain. And you can lock that in. Absolutely, <laughs> well, they would definitely. Yeah, mm. no, I agree. And this this has been one of the series that we were, I think, last week we spoke about that we were most excited for, and you know, with what we'd seen so far, and it hasn't disappointed. Um, but I think it just shows their championship pedigree, the Warriors, that you know they've been in it, they know what's what's at stake. Um, yep. Getting that road win was was crucial. Um, and they didn't panic at two two zip down, so you know I think they'll uh, they'll close it out, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with once again. Like mm. you know, Wiggins is back now, the squad's back together. Like it's, it wouldn't be surprising to see them become NBA champions once again. No, it wouldn't, wouldn't at all. Do you fellas have anything else from the first round? You know, I know we could do a whole another episode mm. recapping everything from it thus far. Um, or do you want to get into round two? Let's get into round two. Okay, We're Jimmy Butler, two, we're only looking ahead. Let's do it. Let's move ahead, lads. The Daily Dribble. Okay, into our round two predictions. Guys, loved during the week all the conversations we had with everyone out there. Um, big shout out to our, our main man, Apex, Caleb over there. Um, it, was, uh, it wasn't quite on board with my uh, my take that Vooch was overrated. He more aligned with your, uh, your piece, <laughs> Lee. Um, but again, you know, I love having those conversations with everyone out there. So keep it coming. Let us know what we get right, what we get wrong with our predictions. Lee, where can they find us? Uh, they can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, oh, LinkedIn. The whole lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Me personally on LinkedIn. Yeah. He's always looking for connections. Oh, hey, man, hit me up. I, it's, it's such a great platform. I've been a little bit slack lately, but LinkedIn is the new Facebook. Is that your choice of social media platforms? Um, I, I do, I do see it. A lot of engagement from you on there when I'm on there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a shocker for getting stuck in the rabbit hole of, of, of Reels and Facebook videos. But mm. in terms of actual connecting and communication linkedin's it's where it's at so. i don't i don't think you should own a linkedin account unless you're wearing a suit in your sleep because <laughs> that's just how Nick, that happens. over to you <laughs> uh, a lot of business, sleep, I'm, I'm i'm all for it i reckon I you'd, wear, you'd wear a suit in your sleep if you could i absolutely could absolutely no yeah i'd be it'd be pretty tight and pretty uncomfortable yes but um sleep suit TM. sleep suit it, you know who would? Mm. It'd be very reminiscent of Barney Stinson, How I Met Your Mother. The guy has never mm. not seen in a suit. Yes. He would sleep in a suit. What would it be? Legend? Daring. Good. Let's do it, guys. Round two predictions. Let's start. <laughs> well, he hated that one. <laughs> Let's start in the East. Now, again, for any, there's a couple of series still to wrap up. Um, base your predictions on who you think is going to progress. Okay. So, yep. so for this, for this for, let's start in the East. As I said, we'll start with the Miami Heat versus the New York Knicks. Now, the Knicks in this one doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job getting over the somewhat lackluster Cleveland Cavaliers, 4-1 in their series. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the gardens are rocking, and they've mm-hmm. got home court advantage here against the Heat. How do we see this series playing out, gentlemen, and how many games? Oh, this is a tough one. Is. This is really tough. Um, I think 
I have straight off the bat Miami in six games. Oh. And I think momentum and self-belief that they were having themselves after knocking off Milwaukee, the number one seed, that opening round is going to shine through in this series. I think the Knicks are really quality and I hope they take it up to the heat, but I think the heat have got it clicking at the moment. I know they've got a few big outs, but that didn't seem to affect them in that first round series against uh, Milwaukee. Um, And also having a few guys who have this playoff experience in the big games we're talking with the Golden State Warriors before how they have those exact type of players. Absolutely. The Miami Heat do as well. And Jimmy Butler. And even like Kevin Love as an acquisition throughout the season, he comes in handy in these huge games because he knows he's, what it takes. He, he, yeah, he's been there before. Um, so I think the Miami Heat in six games, I hope it's a really competitive series. Expecting Jimmy Butler to bring his first round form into the second oh, round. Oh, Lee. What do you, do, you, do you agree with the row there or how do you see this one? Maybe I've been listening to too much Stephen A. Smith, but I've got to go with the Knicks in Bing bong. in seven, I'm going to say. I think their roster is a bit deeper, especially in light of Hero and uh, VO being out. I think... VO2 max. Yeah. I, th- I think um, last series with Knicks versus Cavs proved that the- these big guys like Mitch Robinson and even an injured Julius Randle can really take it up to... They pissed on Allen and Mobley, can was, I just say? It was very mm. embarrassing for those two. I know it's their first... Like, very disappointing. Yep. Would it be their first, enough. first playoff? First, I don't playoff know, but first playoff appearance, but nevertheless, he, he made them bo- look like little babies. Mm. And they're both renowned for their great defence. And yep. um, they, they, couldn't, they couldn't put it up to them. But um, so for that reason, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... Nick's in seven. Nick's in seven. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm with you. I'm, but I'm going to go Nick's in six. Um, you know, I think, you know, you could argue Bronson, maybe Randall. Jimmy Butler is unequivocally the best player in this series. Yeah. That being said, I my slight concern is, especially with these injuries mounting up now, the depth, how I, I just think they're going to burn out a little bit, especially Jimmy with how much is burden to do. Mm. If they're yeah. to win this, they're going to need a huge output from Bam. Um, Bam and Jimmy are the kind of the two key cogs there, but they've got to be better from Max Struess. They've mm. got to be better from Gabe Vincent. Like a lot has been reliant on Jimmy. As I said, that 56-point game, it, it was a one-man job. It's not um, going to happen every night. It's not going to happen every night. And I just think, you know, the petrol tickets certainly come into play. Uh, we know he's all heart and soul, but there is a limit to what he can do. Mm. I think the Knicks have been slept on a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I really like their where they're at. This has been the best couple of games stretch of RJ Barrett's tenure in a Knicks outfit, I think, yep. um, over that playoffs. He really kind of found his feet well, producing well. His output's fantastic. Mm. Jalen Brunson's a killer. Randall had a pretty poor series, all things considered. So um, there's upside for So them. there's upside mm-hmm. there as well. So I'm going to take the Knicks in six, and I just think, I think their home court advantage is greater. Yeah. And the fact that they're the home team with MSG rocking, and it is going to be rocking with the chance to go potentially with a win in the series to the Eastern Conference Finals. Bing Bong is going to be a thing of the past. Like, I can't wait to see what the fans do should they get a couple of wins on the board here. But uh, oh, the foundations of MSG will be absolutely rocking. Oh, put to the test, you know, Spike Lee is going to be bringing the house down. I, I think this will be a really grit and grind series. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to take the Knicks in six. Good. Oh, a little bit of variety. I like that. There we go. Who, who, who goes in as favourites in that series? I think the Knicks. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so I as think well. they would. And mm. 
again, I take back to the the home court advantage. It does have a little bit of weight to it, especially when you go into into a stadium mm-hmm. like MSG. Um, but yeah, I tell you what, it'd be close, I reckon, to be fair, and the bookies there. I think uh, so as well, and yeah. I think it would have shortened just particularly given the fact that the Heat were so good against Milwaukee. Yeah. Like, oh, God, they, they'd have to be up there anyway. Well, let's move ahead to the second matchup in the Eastern Conference, pitting the Philadelphia 76ers against the home team, the Boston Celtics. Row, the Beantown boys progressed with a win today against the Atlanta Hawks in Game 6. Uh, was looking a little bit dicey in the last quarter there, but they pulled it out. Yes. How are you feeling about them heading into this second round matchup? Two two heavy hitters in the East. Mm, yeah, there's no doubt that in that first round series against the Atlanta Hawks, the Celtics looked really susceptible at times. Um, they showed a lot of holes in their game and it didn't really fill me with a heap of confidence. I know we got through that first round, but that gave me a legitimate scare yeah. um, because I thought that could that series could potentially be over in five and or even four if we're on top of our game. But yeah, coming into this series against a Philadelphia 76ers team who have had a bit of time off, they've made very, very short work of the Brooklyn Nets and <laughs> Jeez, what like Brooklyn Nets? What were they even doing in the playoffs to begin with? Like, if that team didn't have Kevin Durant and Kyrie f- for the whole season, they wouldn't have been in, in the playoffs. So it was a pretty... wouldn't they? No, I don't hey, think so. Who no. who were the teams? So we're looking at Toronto, the Bulls. Um, well, they they made it through. Could be in the play in. Yeah, maybe the play. Maybe maybe the play in. But regardless, they yeah. had, they had an absolutely. As, a whack as easy of a first round as you'd ever come across. But I think coming into this second round, didn't see a heap that I liked from the Celtics in the first round, but I think hopefully they will learn from their mistakes. Battle-tested, aren't they? Battle as opposed hardened. to Philly, yes. who kind of just pissed it in. Yep. They've got a little bit. You've taken a couple of lumps, taken a couple of knocks, a couple of losses there. Builds a bit of character, doesn't it? It really does. So no bias, no green glasses. Yeah, right. I have Boston in seven. Boston in seven. I think that will be a really, really, probably no doubt my favourite second round matchup. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mm. going to be fun. Lee, for yourself, do you, do you agree with the row on this one? This is an Eastern, this feels like an Eastern Conference finals, you know. Mm. Well, it does It does now, doesn't it? Now, now the, the Bucks are out. Yeah. Now the Bucks. It, it does, absolutely. It you does. feel whoever wins this series is probably going through to the NBA finals. Yeah, I think um, on, on the No Boston, disrespect, of course. No, the Knicks not and, uh, and Jimmy Butler there. On the Boston Celtics... Jason Tatum, he ha- he hasn't played bad over the last what was it six six uh yep, six games, games in that yeah. first series, but he didn't step up the way I wanted JT to. Um, seeing that we're in the playoffs now, and I don't There's know, only if- one JT brother, and it's not him. <laughs> oh, you talking? Justin Timberlake. Oh, all right, no we'll JT. Back into this again. <laughs> and and I I don't know if he he didn't stand up the way I wanted because yeah. it w- he kind of took a back seat because they were versing the Hawks, who are a formidable team. Um, Jalen Brown stepped up. He was big. But I feel like if mm-hmm. they were going to get over the, the 76ers, mm-hmm. uh, he would need to step up to that next level, which I think he would do, and it will be gritted out in a seven-game series. With Boston getting the win? Yes. Okay. down boys. There you go. Well, mm-hmm. I, I I agree. Um, not with the prediction. I'll get to mine in a moment. But with the fact that um, <laughs> J, JB there, I, I thought it had a phenomenal, phenomenal series. Yeah. Certainly probably... Outshone Tatum there, mm. um, especially in regards to consistency, mm. which I, I think they're going to, to beat Philly, they're going to need both firing. Yes. And they're going to need this whole supporting cast coming alongside them. Derek mm. White, Marcus Smart, Brogdon in particular. 
Where I well, here's my prediction. I've got I'm just I just can't help myself. I'm a sucker for pain. Goddamn Philly, they draw me in every time. Yep. I got Philly in seven. And my big concern for as good as how our Horford is, Rob Williams, I think the problem of Embiid is going to be a little bit too big to contain. Mm. Arguably the MVP this season. Um I just worry about the matchup there. And mm. I, I really think if Philly is smart, they should exploit that. If if Boston's a double teaming with the shooters that Philly possess in Harden, Tobias Harris, who was, you know, in quite a walkover series, he wasn't too bad against no. the Nets. He was better than I thought. Mm. Tyrese Maxey um, and PJ Tucker, who can knock down the corner three. If the double team comes, which I think it will have to, to contain Embiid, there's going to be open mm. shots and it will just be a question of whether they can knock them down or not. Uh, and I think they will. I'm going to give it, despite being the, the road team in this series, I'm going to give it to Philly in seven. I agree 100%. It's going deep. I, I, I think this is probably going to be the be- the most even series mm. out mm. of the four that we've got in the second round. Uh, I think this is going to be an absolute cracker. If Philly come tumbling down in this second round, yep. will you ever trust them again oh, going mate. forward? Uh, I feel like it's them. been deja vu. And we've said this year after uh, year after they've gone out. But can you trust them after going out in the second round again if they do go out? I'm you had them sure winning I... the championship going into this season. Is that right? You did. You had them number one, Nick. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I had them number one seed. Did I, I have, have them for a title? I don't know if I had them for a title. I think no, I had the yeah, Warriors again. Seed. But number one seed, absolutely. Um, yeah, as I said, I just can't help myself. I love the pain of of predicting the the Philly to do well. Um, yes. But should this one come down in a heap, I, I reckon I've got to be done. And to be fair, I think if they don't get it out of the second round, I expect a couple of moves to be made with Philly possibly as mm, well because yeah. they've, they've run it back um, probably enough now, enough of a sample size. Yeah. I, I would, you know, as Maxi starts to elevate, I think there's – um, PJ Tucker, in particular, Tobias Harris could both be expendable. Um, I don't think that, JH will be there next season. Well, exactly. Time. If if mm. rumors are to be believed, and you know, mm. with Ema Adoka heading to Houston, a sixty million dollar balance there to work with on the uh, on the tax side of mm. things. Um, Harden certainly a name that's been rumored to go back. So yep. there could be moves to be made should they not make it out of this round. I think so. Still a lot to play out. Beautiful lads, let's transition to the Western Conference. Let's start with the matchup that's officially set, mm. being the Denver Nuggets against the Phoenix Suns. Lee, what have you got, buddy? Another oh, big series. Big, big series. This. Another, another very hard one. Yeah, um, so many good series. This is going to be, I'm so pumped for this second round. This is going to be unreal. It's like a little kid at the candy store. It is. It is. Yeah. I want this one, this one, and that one. <laughs> I, I am going to, I'll start off by saying I am going to go Suns, and I'll say Suns in six. I'll go. But I do have my worries okay. with, with the Suns, and I'll, I'll start out by saying what we talked about last week. They are playing heavy minutes. And they had yeah. played heavy minutes versus the Clippers. Yep. Um, I think Durant and D-Book like, were like 43 minutes each uh, on average. Um, but I think they will have enough firepower, especially on the offensive side, to, to yep. top these guys. Um, yeah, I'm going to go the Suns. Suns, Suns in six. six. There mm. it is, Roy. What do you reckon? I've got the Suns in seven. Um, such an intriguing matchup for mine because... Denver Nuggets, once again, has have had an incredible regular season. They've mm-hmm. been the best team of the season throughout East or West. Yep. It's been largely off the back of Nikola Jokic, as it generally is, even though they're overall they're a really solid team overall. 
But they're coming up against a Phoenix Suns team who I think if they had Kevin Durant from day dot this season, could have been in that spot that the Denver Nuggets ended up in. Yep. Um, because they've looked incredible since they've acquired Kevin Durant. And, and under Booker Bain. And Booker and as well. Booker's been, in that first round, he was on one. Like my yes. man was like KD was really, really good, but mm. Booker was just next level. And and that Ooh. What you say there, that yeah. also speaks to why I think that they're going to win this series because Devin Booker's a superstar, but you don't talk about him as being the guy to lead this team exactly. going forward now. Isn't that crazy? And I think that's scary news for the Denver Nuggets. And unfortunately for them, um, they're coming up against a team who are hitting their straps at the right time of the year, have acquired a guy who has been there before and done that before. Who's a stone-cold killer. Who's probably one of the best scorers of all time. And it's, it sucks because I really do love the Denver Nuggets and I love Jokic. And just one day I'd love to see Jokic go all the way and win a championship. But it's just not going to be this year, I don't yep. think, unfortunately, for Denver. Uh, I agree. I've got Phoenix in six. Um you know, my mind keeps returning to that a couple of years ago when they, oh, the year before last, when they made the NBL, NBA finals. NBL finals. Oh, my goodness. I've done that twice tonight. Oh, wouldn't that be a... Just a 90. It'd be fun to watch. Um, the NBA finals, when the Phoenix Suns went down to the Milwaukee Bucks a couple of years ago, and remember just seeing Devin Booker kind of looking up, thinking, damn, you know, I'll be back. Yep. But you know, I think this is their time. Um, the mm-hmm. way he's been playing, you're bringing KD, like that was a team that's relatively unchanged that made the NBA finals. Mm. You're adding KD. It is going to be tough. Uh, mm. The only worry is stopping Jokic. Aiton is going to have a big, big job on his hands, but you live with that. You know, mm. if you can keep Murray, who had a fantastic series against the Timberwolves, he was money as well. Looked like bubble Jamal Murray. Mm. If you can keep Murray, Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon quiet, KCP quiet, you know, try and let Jokic beat you on his own. That's a win mm. uh, because yep. you've got so on the opposite end so many offensive outlets. Uh, I, I really think this is going to be. I just said about before the uh, the Boston Philly series probably mm. being my pick. I think this is my pick mm. actually. Mm. This is some heavy heavy hitters in this one, uh, but I'm taking Phoenix in six. I mean, KD wasn't even really utilized that heavily in that first series versus the Clippers. You read out those stats of Devin Booker, and that was mainly. That's that's all she wrote, really. Mm. A lot of the time, KD was just in the corner, you know, oh, yeah. saying, "If if if you need me, I'm here." But, but um, I think he will he will step up and be utilized more in this second round. If a game goes like down the wire, the fact of the matter is, you've got guys who have got just ice in the veins: mm. Booker, KD, Chris Paul, mm. all going to get you a bucket. Mm. All going to get you a bucket when mm. you need it. Like that great just, closes. Whereas you look at closes. you look at the Bucks who just get got booted out. Their only closer really is is uh Chris Middleton. Like, and even Drew, but he even oh, he had a pretty poor series. Like Grayson Allen, he wasn't even looking at the he didn't shot even, clock. He didn't even get a shot off. I know <laughs> we're back on the bucks. The fact is with that team, the people you have the players you have on that team, you got your your whole season hinging on goddamn Grayson Allen, who doesn't even get a shot up. You want, you want to bow out with not even putting up a shot, not even having a chance. Hey, by the way, they had a timeout as well. They had a timeout. Garbage. <laughs> Again. Absolute just Awful. insanity. But there you go. We've got you're unanimous across the board, the Phoenix Suns here in that one. Just quickly before we move on, 
whoever loses out of this series, who who do you consider to be the biggest choker this year if they lose this series? Because we look at Denver. Oh, tough. Have been the best team all year. Uh, but we look at Phoenix, who now a lot of people will be thinking they'll make it all the way and could potentially win the finals. The media will say the Suns, without a doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I, I, think I think the Suns mm-hmm. would get a bigger, especially being maybe a slightly bigger market team and having, you know, those big, big, big name players, mm-hmm. even though you know, get just a back-to-back MVP. But mm-hmm. um, I would agree, the Phoenix Suns. Yes. Let's go ahead to our fourth and final series. This one's still to be determined. So put in the team you think will be um, pitted against, mm-hmm. well, the two teams you think will be pitted against one another. Um, who have you got in this matchup? Oh, well, it's hard not to say. And I say it's hard not to say. Not that I think these guys will make it out, but I do think they will for starters, actually. Um, but if we just get another matchup between the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors, I think it'll be mm. amazing. Well, that, that's who my matchup is as well. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah. we've, we've all got that. Yeah. Both teams currently leading their series Going back, both teams going back home tomorrow with the chance to close it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's speak to that. The Warriors and Lakers Lee. How do you see that one playing out? How many games? <sighs> I haven't even thought. I haven't even thought of it. Give me a minute to think about it. <laughs> I don't want to. Th- I almost don't want to think about it just purely because it's like the law of the world. I'll start thinking that you know the Lakers are automatically in, yes. and they will bottle these last two games. Yeah, yeah. never I can get just too far ahead of yourself. No. But that being said, I'll I'll start us. Yeah, you, who have you got? <laughs> Please do. Um, I think this will be a tremendous series as well. Um, the way the Warriors are currently trajecting scares me a little bit. The shooters mm. they possess is concerning just because the Lakers have shooters, enough shooting, but they all ha- also have a tendency to go really, really cold at times, like ice cold. Um, they pretty much, I think, in game uh, five the other day against the Grizz, they were down for the most part. They got back into it in the third quarter to within a point. Uh, before the the Grizz rattled off, it was like a twenty eight to two run or something, and mm. just absolutely torched them. Yeah. Um. So that's a little bit worrying. It's concerning. The big thing for me though is AD. I think he has the real possibility, and he has to monster Looney here, mm. like absolutely crush him, uh, which I think he can do. So hence, I'm going to take the Lakers in seven. I would have been disappointed if you didn't. To yeah, be honest, I've got with it. You. like I, it'd be just sick to to back against your own team. It would be insane that. I've got the Warriors. At least they're not your team. No, I've probably got the Warriors in. I think I think I'm going to go the Warriors in six. I was about to say, don't say anything lower than six. No, I think I think six. <laughs> I don't see it going as deep as it can go. But there's just something about the Warriors, and I think I've said it all year that a team like the Warriors, I don't care where they finish we did in the regular year, season. Yep. They're just going to be automatically one of the danger teams if you come up against them in the playoffs because they've got legitimate killers on that team. They've yeah. got guys who have been been there multiple times, so they've got self belief. And the Lakers, I I'm credit to them for making it as far as they have, given their season at one point looked all but done. It was over, man. It's over yeah. now. Look at them; they're about to go into the second round. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So you got to give credit to them oh, where credit's due. But at the end of the day, I think there's just a few more. I've got a little bit more um, trust and reliance yeah. in in the Golden State Warriors, and uh, yeah, I think it might be over in six. There you go, mm-hmm. Lee. What do you reckon after hearing our takes on it? Which way are you siding? I think it's going to be a seven game series, in my opinion, and yep. I think 
it'll tip the way of the Warriors. To be honest, yeah, I can't yeah, argue. Yeah, you look at the matchup between Steph and who would he be up against? Austin Reeves? Probably Reeves will probably get the task there. He's, um, he's not I think a, you're probably going to have to put D. Russ on Thompson. Yeah. Um, and that alone, I don't like Lakers odds after hearing that. LeBron also, like, they went down to the Grizzlies the other day. He looked tired. I My mean, man's and you, 38. Yeah, what do you want not, from him? I was going to say, you can't blame him, but he looks tired. <laughs> yeah. And um, and if this game does go to seven games, even six, I don't I don't know if that 38-year-old body will be able to... He's going to be closer. Put up yeah. with He's going to be a, a, the first 30 minutes player. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the guy down the stretch, I think. As we saw um, in that game four, I believe it was, mm. uh, where they got the win there. Um, he's going to be that guy at the end who, who gets the chockies. Um, I think so. And and one of the other things I guess that goes in the Warriors' favour is even though Andrew Wiggins won't be able to completely stop LeBron James, I still think he's got enough defensively mm. to create issues Definitely. for him. Mm. So I think that's a big issue because LeBron obviously is going to be should be the guy or one of the two guys to lead the Lakers. And if you've got a guy who can hold him down pretty yep. convincingly, at least for a few games, that, that could very well be the difference. Gentlemen, there you have it. There are four our predictions for the upcoming four series in the second round. Four mouthwatering matchups, to say the least. I didn't realize just how so excited good. I was until we went through them because oh, same. particularly the Celtics, Philly, and the... Well, actually, all of them. All like, of them. I, I, I was going to specify yeah. a few, but they're actually all really all exciting in their own ways. Which is awesome for us as basketball fans and content creators. We love it. Guys, as I say, week in and week out, it's imperative for you continue to stay up to date with all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, and LinkedIn, of course, um, to get the lo- latest news and action as it breaks from around the league. We certainly appreciate the continued support. Mm. The action is only continuing to ramp up, as we've just, you know, touched on. This second round is going to be an absolute cracker. So, till then, you know, I, I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped already. I don't think I'll sleep tonight. I can't um, predict where we'll be in one week's time. Well, there you go. That, if that's not a segue, to make couch. sure to tune in, guys, <laughs> from Lee, Rowan, and myself, we hope you have a great week. Enjoy another fantastic week of basketball. We can't wait to break down all the action again next week. Till then, bye.